Mike, I, I really wanted to thank you for uh, taking over the stream duties tonight. You know, I know it's an extenuating circumstance. I'm just thrilled that you'll you we could make this work. Yeah, I I hope it does. Uh, you know, I'm I'm not the best at this. Uh, the technology stuff can be a little out of my realm. You know, uh, really missing the producer from last season right now. Uh, really yeah. Well, I'm just I'm hoping I'm hoping the computer will be back in here uh, next week. You know, uh, there's they're just uh, it's at the wankers. It's with the wankers right now. Uh, they're holding on to it just to make sure it doesn't get repossessed. So uh, it, it should be fine. You know, I, 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 we're out of, we're out of time. We really need to get started. Ask the polka expert. Hello, friends. Welcome to Ask the Pokedexpert. This is the show where we take audience questions uh, about the sociology, biology, and social biology of our Pokemon friends and colleagues, our uh, close confidants, our uh, important beings. And we asked uh, our, our Pokedexperts, legally distinct Pokedexperts, just in case there is an audio issue tonight for uh, some unknown reason, uh, Anthony did say this show is called Ask the Pokedexperts. Yes, oh. yes. Uh, you may have misunderstood. I'm not using my regular equipment. Uh, and so it, it maybe uh, it ducked out a little bit there, but I definitely said Ask the Pokedexperts. I would never call this show Ask the by any other name uh, that might exist already uh, by someone else's copyright claims. That's right. That's right. Never would I refer to this show by any other name. A show and by any other name isn't the show and is not the show that Mike and I do together. Not at all related. Uh, no matter how yep. many similarities yep. there may or may not be. Uh, thank you so much for joining us on twitch.tv slash SRSBIZ underscore network. Uh, for as long as they will continue to have us uh, on this channel completely unaffiliated with the Celios Business Podcast Network. Yeah, this show has nothing. I can't stress this enough. Uh, the show has nothing to do with the Celios Business Podcast Network. It is uh, uh, so far unaffiliated. Uh, we are we are Couldn't not be affiliated. less affiliated. Possibly. Not be less affiliated. Thank you. That is a good legal framework to lay down. Uh, before we get going here. Uh, um, and of course, my host, my co-host, my, my, my uh, close compatriot, who is helping us through this and guiding us through this experience tonight, uh, Mike Elson. Mike, thank you for doing this. Uh, every week, Anthony, uh, as your co-host, I will be here uh, on this show, this legally distinct uh, entertainment and educational uh, venture that we do uh, unrelated to anything that has come before it or uh, will come after it. Um, just if this is your first night joining us here on Ask the Pokedexpert, know that uh, Ask the Pokedexperts, know that this is not the, uh, the standard audio quality that you should expect to hear from the show. Uh, please check some of our backlog of episodes uh, from, you know, 
uh, May forward. Uh, anything before May is not our show. Uh, that is a different show. Yes. Uh, yes. And if you are here with us at twitch.tv slash SRSBIZ underscore network, uh, and, and you think that, um, you know, you're seeing me, I don't always look like this. Uh, usually I'm at a very different angle. Uh, so yeah. Yes. Uh, so, uh, we have some questions though, Mike, that I would love to get into. And the first one is, uh, how are, how are you? I feel like, you know, an important aspect of what makes this show different uh, uh, than any other legally distinct show that we have ever done um, is that it's, it's, it is about the Pokedex experts. You know, it, it is about you. Uh, you know, how are you, how are you feeling? How are you, how are you doing? Great question, Anthony. Uh, really, really great question. Uh, you know, it's super important that we check in with each other and make sure that everyone's doing really well all the time and that there are no problems going on in our personal lives that might interfere with our work life. Uh, and so uh, I just really appreciate you checking in like that. Uh, it was really uh, awesome to hear from you. Uh, thank you. And yourself. No problem. I feel untouchable right now. I feel like I have uh, beat the system in a really uh, profound way. And uh, yeah, this is this is pretty much the pinnacle, I feel like, in a lot of ways. Uh, in, in, in what, what way? Well, um, you know, we don't need to get into the details, but, uh, you know, I uh, have been trying to pursue my, my Pokemon research, my, my, uh, my academic acumen. And with the, with the Wurmple Appreciation Network or whatever. Yes, for the knowledge of uh, reproductive uh, education systems. Yes, uh, uh, or sorry, the ed knowledge and education of reproductive systems. Sorry. Uh, so yes, with that organization, uh, I made some choices to try and support the organization in a lot of ways to make sure our research happened uh, as we had hoped it would. Yeah, I remember, um, it was a su substantial uh, financial outlay. Yep. Yeah, it sure was. Uh, obviously, we did not see the return on this particular endeavor that we had hoped uh, when it turned out the things that we had been researching were well known. Uh, and so uh, we have devised a plan for us to avoid uh, culpability for that. And so I feel like I'm, uh, I feel like we've taken a little bit back from life uh, today. You know, I, I feel there is a strength and a power in uh, seizing freedom, uh, Mike, seizing freedom and, and holding on to it. Sure. Okay. Great. Do you, um, you know, we, I think that's, a, that we should really start talking about, um, we should start talking about today's Pokemon because I we have a really- yeah, yeah, I think this is going to be a good one. Um, we are going to talk about uh, Sigilyph, and I, I wrote some stuff down here about Sigilyph. Uh, Sigilyph is, according to the Pokedex, it is a four foot seven, 30.9 pound Pokemon. And I will tell you that the community had some great questions about the Avianoid Pokemon. Uh, I do have to switch apps in order to look up 
the question. So just give me a second here. I will, <clears throat> I just need to. Uh... Great. Yeah, here we go. Okay, no, uh, that's not it. You know, there... I'm really excited. To... Oh, I'm really excited to talk about Sigilyph tonight. Uh, Sigilyph is actually my favorite Pokemon. Uh, there's so much to say and and think about uh, with Sigilyph. And so I'm, I'm super excited to... <laughs> Oh, okay, you're back. Yeah, I got this. Uh, right. So, uh, what is the evolutionary history of Sigilyph? How did it come to evolve an extra eyeball on a separate head? That's the first question we have uh, about the Sigilyph. That is a great question. Uh, great question. Great, great question. question. You know, and I think it's really important that we talk about kind of some of the evolutionary strategies that uh, Pokemon have adopted over the years, right? One of those specifically is coloring, right? I know we've talked a lot about coloring in the past with some of our other Pokemon and with Sigilyph, that clearly is so obviously important to this Pokemon when you look at so, the way that it's painted. So Sigilyph, how, I mean, I, I know it's a psychic Pokemon and that, that plays into this, but, uh, you know, it has, it's a, it's kind of got like, like wings. How does it do the coloring? Like if this were about, um, a Machop, I would say like, oh yeah, I see it's got hands and it's very, you know, it's a cognitive, um, uh, developmental stage for a Machop to be able to express itself through uh, coloring and through art. Um, and I'm just curious about, personally, I'm curious about the Sigilyph's ability uh, to do that. That seems, you know, sort of remarkable. Great question, Anthony. Um, I, I was referring to the Sigilyph's pigmentation. Oh. Not the <clears throat> physical act of using a crayon. I, okay, hold on. I understand. Uh, I understand where that confusion can come from. And so yep. Uh, yep. it's a great question, um, but I do want to address the, the initial question uh, that was asked about the Sigilus, uh extra eye that it had grown. Um, yeah, yeah. And so... If we look at fossil record of old sigilyphs, we know uh, that the the appendage there has grown longer and thicker uh, as time has gone on with some of the more dominant sigilyphs. Now that said, uh, it is important to call out that that is not an eye in the middle of that appendage. It, I know it looks the same as the eyes that are within the, the core of its body there, but it this is where I was talking about the pigmentation of a Pokemon uh, being so important, right? That center, while yes, it is a crucial center for the Sigilyph, is not as crucial as its eyesight. Uh, as we know from studying Sigilyph, a lot of that power comes from their eyes, but that appendage is actually the the portion of the brain most believed to be responsible for those psychic powers. And so the, oh. the confusion, right, the confusion of uh, the third eye referring to an actual physical third eye and the third eye of the, the mind 
opening, uh, this is where that 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 idiom comes from. Is the situation that, that's fascinating? Uh, you know, it's something it's that's so impressive. ingrained. Yeah, something so ingrained culturally uh, in our lexicon uh, to come from. You know, obviously everything has some sort of natural source, right? And that this right. is the natural source of that. That's that's uh, what a what a claim to fame. Uh, for the it's, it's truly a special uh, a special relationship that the sigilif has with our own, uh, you know, uh, cultural references and touch points, right? Uh, but truly, that is not a not an actual eye, but a highly powered segment of the brain for the sigilif. Now, of course, as we know, uh, sigilifs with their physical eyes plucked out do lose that psychic ability to connect with you through the windows of your soul. Mm. But that third eye right in the top there, that's pigmentation. Wow. Wow. That is, that's fascinating. Um, Truly. All right. Well, I've got more questions here and this is great. I've, I feel like I've learned more uh, already uh than any other legally distinct show that has ever existed about pokemon sociology biology and social biology this is this is fascinating topic uh so let me just awesome oh. yep i see your uh oh all right uh it seems anthony has dropped again um i don't know how to fix the oh you're back. I'm back. Yeah, yeah, I found it. Uh, it says here, is there a good way to retrain a sigilif once it has adopted territory to protect? Mine hits me with a psychic attack whenever I try to enter my bathroom, and I really need to go. Great question. Great question. Great question. And, you know, I think, I think understanding kind of the limits of your own abilities uh, is really key here, right? Of course... You're never going to match a sigilif in a in a in a battle of wits or a battle of mental acuity or a battle of psychic power, right? Uh, you're just we're not built for that as humans. Um, in the same way that we couldn't beat the sigilif in a foot race if it were flying, or a swimming race if it were flying, or a bicycle race if it were flying, we're just not built for that, right? It, it does sound like you might be able to beat a sigilith in a coloring contest. Uh, if you were... Uh, as you long know, as just something to think about. To physical coloring, uh, like the action, the verb to color, and not the pigmentation uh, challenge, which of course, as we know, uh, sigilith would also win. Right. Hands down. Um, and so I think it's a really important question. Uh, what can I do to make sure my sigilith is most comfortable sharing space with me? You know, uh, mm. and I think that's a question that a lot of owners run into. That is a great, that is a great framing of that question. Like a great question, uh, reframing. Uh, that really means a yeah. lot. Uh, and I think it's important to remember as Pokemon uh, stewards here that we are trying to find the most appropriate ways to interact with our Pokemon. Uh, if 
we need to do a wellness check on the sigilif. You know, I do recommend uh, some sort of uh, low quality, uh, affordable metal protection uh, for your general uh, brain area, you know, um, perhaps with just the smallest slits possible uh, and or, uh, you know, a, a pair of mirrored sunglasses. Uh, in addition mm. to that low quality uh, metal helm of protection there. Um, I think the two of those together uh, can really help you get into a space where otherwise a, uh, a psychic Pokemon may have a bit more influence over your ability uh, to, to conduct yourself appropriately. And I think so that's a great really point. If you've really got to go in there uh, to check on your sigilif, which I totally get, you know, I totally understand really just having to go into the same space as a sigilif that is occupying that space, uh, those would be my two best recommendations. Well, yeah. And number one, uh, if you're just going in there real quick, right, you right. just got to get in there, check on the sigilif, and get out. Um, you know, those precautions are very important, but, uh, you know, there may be some negotiation with the sigil if you may be able to, to, to take on too, you know, that, that just, uh, just willing it to, uh, to help you out a little bit, you know, that might be Certainly. where you need to be, but, Certainly, you know, yeah. but number, number two, number right? two. Yeah. If it takes if, a little bit longer, you, you know, if you've really got to get in there and do some work. Uh, yeah. You know, you you might need a partner. You might need a bit of uh, assistance to kind of speed up that process, right? Whether that's chemical assistance or, you know, uh, personally, I find a, a coffee and a, a. I know it's uncouth to uh, recommend, but a coffee and a cigarette really helps me speed up uh, that process a lot. When, you know, when, bonding when with your sigilus. Right. When I'm running into a number two type of situation where it's going to take yeah. a little bit longer, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, sharing that kind of experience with your sigilith is going to go a long way to letting you, uh, you know, do what you need to do uh, right. in that space. And, and I think, uh, yeah, that's a, that's a great point. Um, you know, sometimes, sometimes you got to push real oh, hard to, to get the sigilith to, to accept you. And, and, and that's fine. I mean, that is, that is what it is. Uh, sometimes you have no choice but to push. Sometimes it's easier to just let it happen, uh, but but sometimes you got to push. That is right. that is how it is. And you know, I get it too because like sometimes, right? It feels like you're just barely holding on, and it's almost like that. that oh, number one. Damn it! All right, sorry, sorry, sorry. It's all right. It's all right. I fixed it. I dry dropped it. It's but it's it's fine. Great. Uh, yeah, as I was saying, Anthony, uh, you know, it's it's almost like, uh, you know, you you think it's going to be that number one situation where you're just real quick in and out. And then really, it turns into kind of a number two situation with the speed of the number one. And so, like, you're you're really kind of working against your own uh, your own ability to hang on against that sig sigilif. And I get that, you know, and it can be uncomfortable in the moment, you know, and. But still, I think it's important to get in, get out, do your duty, do what you need to do, and then move on. Yeah, yeah. I think the a big know, thing to remember, though, is the whole situation. You do want to wash your hands of the situation, but you don't want to wipe out the relationship you've built. 
with the sigillif. So you do have to be careful about how, you know, exiting is just as important as entering. Um, and you got to pay it the same amount of attention. So do be careful with that. It's a great point, Anthony. Great point. Uh, I'm really glad that we do this show, Ask the Pokedexperts, a legally distinct show where both of us are Pokemon experts. That's right. That is uh, something I also appreciate. Uh, let's see. I think I got a question here. Let me just... Uh, uh, oh, I think I can... I think I can do it without... Oh, okay. Here we go. Uh, I pulled it up. Uh, let's see. It says, uh, what is the carrying capacity of a sigillif? I'm trying to work out the logistics of using them as a sort of courier service, making judicious use of their patrolled territories ethically, if possible, uh, and inexpensively. Uh, that's a great question. Um, thank you for coming back. I was trying to figure out uh, how to run the stream uh, where it's just my face on it because uh, it like cuts off from here down. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, is there a is there a button for that? Well, let me um, let me look it up. You know what, uh, Anthony, I don't know if you can hear me. Uh, it's not a big deal. Um, but uh, I just was wondering if you knew really quickly. Uh, we should probably just hop back into the show. Um, okay, yeah, I didn't see anything. Uh, I just I looked it up real fast, and I said, how do I stop splitting my face? And I didn't, I didn't see anything. So did you find anything there? No, no. Uh, but... I'm, I'm hoping Bing will have an answer for me when I go back. Oh, maybe. Uh, um, so to answer the question uh, from the question asker, uh, which is how much weight can a, can a sigillif carry? Uh, first off, I think, ethically, it's, a, ethically I think it's a great question. Uh, great question. The ethics of it, of course, are at the front of our, you know, our, our concern always. Uh, and, so I think this is important that we we acknowledge right the the size and the weight of a sigillif right uh, you mentioned at the start of the show that they typically tend to be around four foot seven ish tall on average right one point four meters uh, and we know that they tend to weigh somewhere in the in the neighborhood of uh, thirty pounds or fourteen kilograms uh, and so with that size and weight, you know, of course, the uh, the the power to weight ratio uh, for a sigillif is going to be not super impressive. A lot of that due to the incredibly hollow bones uh, of the Pokemon. Yes, yes. Uh, you know, we've talked a lot about psychic Pokemon having a lot of brain mass and then not a lot of body mass, right? We see that with Milkery, we see that with uh, Delmise, uh, well, uh, parts of Delmise, right? We see that with, you know, some of our other Pokemon that we've talked about. And so, you know, I've been thinking about getting another Milkery. No, Anthony, no. Uh, I try to humor you a lot, and I try to say yes, and I try to support your decisions. 
No. Look at me. Okay. Okay. No. Okay. You just okay. You gotta okay. not no. get a milkery, bud. Like no, you're well, oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Whatever I it don't... is that you gotta do, like just go in there and don't get a milkery. Okay. Okay. Thank okay. You. Yeah. You got it. Thanks. Thank you, bud. Sorry. Continue. Uh, again, the power to rate weight ratio, physical power to weight ratio, on a sigillith is going to be very low. Uh, and so I would not recommend a sigillith carrying more than two or three ounces. Oh, that would be, that's, yeah, that's, uh, you're going to have a very difficult time uh, doing any sort of long distance shipping or, or, or transportation at, at two or three ounces. That's, that's not much weight at all. Um, no. uh, perhaps, you know, you know, if you were sending a, uh, you know, a comfy, uh, you might be able to uh, convince the comfy and the sigillif to work together uh, to make that journey. Right. Uh, I got another question here. Um, I think, let me just... Can, can you still see me? I can still see you. Yes, sir. Okay. Well, I can't see the thing though. So. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, I can see it now. Uh, okay. Yep. It says, um, yep. does, does this third eye work as an aphrodisiac? Uh, asking because me and the missus, uh, we've been having, well, problems we've tried rye horn before in the past and it just didn't quite work i don't think i'm totally understanding what the question asker is looking for here um yeah i'm not sure either you know it it seems like it could be a couple of different things um you know one of the things that i think uh is really important is to not replace your you know your your standard your standard relationship aids uh or you know your standard relationship therapist right like a couples therapist you wouldn't want to replace that with a a, a sigilif even though they are a psychic pokemon and you might be thinking oh since this pokemon can read my mind and my my partner's mind they'll be most able to help me see what the what what my partner needs to see right you know i i could see the value in that line of thinking certainly right and certainly and uh, i understand it but it it is really important to know again that we don't know uh what a pokemon is actually internalizing and passing back to us right and so just because you are seeing a vision from a pokemon that does have psychic powers doesn't mean that that vision necessarily is true uh, or the best advice for you to work with your mate you know and, and and i should also point out that anything you get from a psychic pokemon is going to be filtered through the lens of that psychic pokemon's experience Absolutely. and as a Pokemon researcher who has uh, focused and studied highly in the field of uh, 
Pokemon sexual behavior. Uh, I haven't done the research explicitly on Sigilyph, but from my experience, I'm pretty sure Sigilyph reproduces asexually. And so uh, if that's the case, I mean, it's going to provide you uh, and, 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 you know, any information it provides is going to be through an asexual lens. And so I don't know that it's going to be much help to you uh, in the way that you are asking here. Uh, I don't know if you are more familiar, Mike, if you've done research into sigilyph reproduction, but I'm certain, uh, you know, every Pokemon that I've researched reproduces asexually. And, and so I'm not, I'm certain that, that that's probably the case here too. You know, so, evidence tells me that that's, that's going to be the case. Uh, I understand where you might uh, draw that uh, kind of conclusion based on your research. And certainly, you know, it's, a, it's an interesting hypothesis to check out. Uh, but I would recommend that you just type that into a Google uh, search uh, or a PsyDuck.go. Uh, not uh, right now, uh, but on your own time, maybe, uh, Anthony. Oh, sorry. I just wanted to have it ready for... Okay. Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah, I understand. Uh, but it's a great question. Great question. Um, and, uh, you said your your computer will be back next week. Yeah, yeah. Next week, uh, right here Tuesday at 9.30 p.m. Eastern time on twitch.tv slash SRSBIZ underscore network. Well, my computer won't be on twitch.tv uh, slash SRSBIZ underscore network. It will be at my house. Uh, but we will be on twitch.tv slash SRSBIZ oh. underscore network. At your, from my house at your your mom's house well she doesn't live here and i do so um that kind of makes it my house not although i want to point out not my house not, i don't own the house on paper uh you can't take the house from me uh because i don't own it who, so who was that to anthony Anyone who may feel that they are entitled to things that I own because I bought things and then didn't uh, pay for them. So uh, those people know, should know the house does not belong to me, that it is not mine to give. I can't give what I uh, don't have. Okay. Uh, hey, everyone, thank you so much for your questions tonight. Uh, this was a great, uh, great conversation about Sigilyph. Uh, what a, I, I learned a whole lot tonight. And uh, oh, me too. Me too. So much. Great questions. Yeah. Great questions, audience. Thank you so much. Uh, we are going to go ahead and get out of here now. Um, let me, let me find. Uh, oh, join us next week for, uh, uh, we're going to talk about Vigoroth. This. What? Yeah. Vigoroth. This next week's Pokemon is Vigoroth. Is this some kind of joke? What? No, it's it's not a joke. What do you mean, Mike? What, what's wrong?
Serious business.